Okay, uh, welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is our number four episode uh, for the week of 6th of November. That's when we're recording this. Yeah. Um, uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, sitting beside Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. And June Williams. Hello. We are here in Jeremy's basement, as always, which is lovely. Um, it's very wet outside. It's very raining. Uh, There's a hole in my slippers, so my socks got wet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very exciting day. Um, this is our triumphant return after our uh, our sort of our evergreen inter- interstitial PAX episode that we recorded ahead of time. So we're, we're back with the heavy hitting news of the two weeks. Although we could probably do it of the four, four weeks. Yeah, three. Oh shit, I didn't think about the weeks that happened in between. Yeah. What no. happened? Uh, we'll just do recent ones, it's fine. Okay. It was just... Oh, I remember what happened. Okay, I'm going to put it in the dock. Anyway, okay, keep going. Yeah. Um, fun fact, two, two episodes before the last one, Jeremy was sick. No, June was sick. Mm. And then one episode before the last one, and the last one as well, Jeremy was sick. And then two weeks ago, I was sick. I wonder why that all happened together. It seems very convenient. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that is what happened. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, we should probably leave with that, honestly. Uh, we'll I mean, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. Um, of course, you're listening to the Minimap Cast. This is the bi-weekly podcast for minimap.com.au, our website. games journalism website. Um, it's not, not a whole lot on there at the moment, but that's okay, because <laughs> we're doing this, which we really like doing, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. Uh, look out for my Rockstar Makes Couch Co-op Games article coming out. Later this week, probably by the time you're listening to this, actually. I'm writing three things. Three things? None of them are getting anywhere, but I'm writing them. They're, good. they're getting there. I'm sleeping. I had an idea once. Yeah? <laughs> well, what, what was that like? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> how, how do I get those? <laughs> Ideas once. Okay, so, uh, enough, of the, enough of the faff. Let's get into the news. Um, we've got a, a variety of topics over the last two weeks and slightly before. Um, should we talk about... Packs and Games Week, since that was yeah, I'll do what a... was happening over the top of our last episode. Yeah, I'll do a quick breakdown, recap of Melbourne International Games Week, which is a weekly... Uh, weekly? <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Whoa! Not. It is a... <laughs> me too, Jesus, that killed me. Um, a yearly week where the Australian and surrounding games industry come together in Melbourne for developer events and showcases and it finishes up with PAX. Yes, um, it starts with, what does it start with, Unite? It starts with Unite, which is a convention dedicated to the engine known Unity. Um, I did not go to that one. No, that one's, that one's interesting because that's it's like a product convention as opposed to a developer convention I mean, it's but a, it's also for develop. it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a developer convention like, I, yeah. like they're not selling anything there. The, yeah. the panels that I went to and when, when, when did I go 2016 like yeah. the, they were pretty interesting if you are actively using Unity all the time. Like, yeah. yeah. If you were a developer using Unity I think it'd be really worthwhile but yeah, yeah part of it is like here's all the new features a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, right? or like how to use certain stuff that you might not have used yeah. before. Um, Unite, I heard, was fairly smaller this year. Mm. Um, I don't know if it will be going or not. Who knows? Um, not me. Um, and then after that, so that's for one day, and then two, uh, and then for the next two days is GCAP, which is Game Connect Asia Pacific. Yep. Um, which was uh, really good this year. 
Um, so for for give give us a elevator pitch for GCAP. What what's that about? It's it's the packs for developers basically. It's panels. It is networking nights, and it ends with the Australian Game Developer Awards, the yes. Agdas. Which is like the Dice Awards in the States, if you've ever seen those. But yeah, pretty much. The Australian Asia-Pacific region version. Yeah. Um, that was really good. Uh, it's I've discovered that it's no longer for me because I am no longer a developer, but that's fine. <laughs> um, it is. It was still really good. I got to meet some very interesting people, and it ended with the head of the GDAA, which is... Game Developer Association Australia, I yes. believe. Um, Tony Reid stepping down after he announced that he had been there for 10 years and he said when he was the head of it, when he first joined as the head of it, that after 10 years, it felt like a good time for leadership change. He's uh, um, he's um He's been quite a figurehead for the yes. Melbourne and Australian games scene, so yes, he, he it's is, quite a big shift. Yes. Was he in charge of all the um, getting uh, funding for... Um, from Film Vic and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 yeah. He, was, he was a big part of that. And also, um, I think he set up the arcade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he stepped down, um, which was uh, a bit bittersweet because no one really felt like... Like, it, it was a good moment. It was in the closing keynote that he announced his, um, his retirement from that position and also announced what he was doing next, which is being the... Uh, Lead? Being the lead, I suppose, he, he is going to be running a Epic studio in Australia. Epic Games is now coming to Australia, which is very big news. Very big news. Um, epic news. Epic news. Um, epic Games news. Yeah, and it's great also. Um, and it also means that Australia is now no longer ever allowed to criticise Fortnite, because without Fortnite, <laughs> that's, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, I, it, it's, it's, it's good. I, I, I spoke to Tony briefly and he seems relieved a little <laughs> bit. Um, and it was, you know, everyone was very tired. I spoke to him at the end of the week. So yeah, after, after GCAP is, uh, there's a little showcase called Parallels, which is just a bunch of, uh, small independent games, which get to show off for about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. So they're little presentations, right? They're like yeah. slideshows. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, like not just slideshows, like videos and stuff, and just like people talking about their game for like twenty minutes each. Mm. Some really cool games there. Um, and then after that is PAX, and PAX is—I'm sure most people know what PAX is, but if you don't, it's just a big gaming convention for yeah. uh, f- fans and culture. Yeah. If GCAP is the developer conference and PAX is the consumer conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there were plenty. There were plenty of games there to play. A lot of a lot of indie games. The indie game area is getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year, um, and more larger studios are now coming to PAX Australia as well, like Square and Sony. And they're actually bringing games which are not which are not released yet to play, as yeah. opposed to when the convention first started out, when Microsoft I think was the only major company there, and they brought an Xbox One in a box for everyone to look at. Um, <laughs> And half the time I wasn't there. It was really strange. That's funny. Um, yeah, it was. It was definitely one of those growing pain uh, years back in 2013. Um, so old. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, back in the day. Yeah. Um. Quick recap of PAX. It was good. I got to play King of Hearts three. That game exists and it's tangible and it's almost impossible for me to believe. Um. Hitman 2 was there, Resident Evil 2 was there, Days Gone was there, Dreams was there, Devil May Cry 5 was there, 
Um, Smash Bros was there. Yep. Diablo on Switch was there. There were there were. Let's go. Pokemon, yep. Let, let's Pokemon, go. Let's go. Yep. Pokemon Let's Go was there. Um, lots of stuff. Lots Sp- of new stuff. Spyro was there. Yeah. Plenty. Plenty of games. Um, and it was pretty good. Uh, I went all three days. Um, most people don't need to do that. I honestly didn't need to do that, but I did. Yeah. And then I was sick for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, Melbourne International Games Week is great, and I look forward to it every year, and I am not looking forward to next year's yet, but I will in about a month after the after the previous one has left my body. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Um, uh, what was one thing that you learned from Games Week? <laughs> one thing Ooh. I learned from <laughs> I love your questions. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. Um, one thing I learned from Games Week is that going from the shift from being from calling myself a developer to calling myself press or journalism or whatever that is, uh, everybody talks to you extremely differently. Um, really? Yes. Uh, not in a bad way, because, like, it's just... it. They speak to me in a way that they probably should talk to a press person, but it's more like... There, there's a... there's, a, there's a, In a lot of networking nights, it, there's, a, there's a kind of an underlying etiquette to not really pitch your stuff unless you get asked. Mm. Um... People were pitching me games left and right. Really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah, it was interesting. Funny. Um, uh, I mean, like, I was asking most of the time. Like, and, and it wasn't something that I didn't like. You know, I like hearing about people's pitches and stuff. But yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, uh, I I wasn't really... I wasn't hitting it hard with, like, the whole, like, press thing. Yeah. Um, but when I was in that mode, it was, it was definitely an experience, which is, like, which takes time to... Um, it would take a little bit to get used to. So, did you find that people were less candid with you? Uh, not really. Bec- like, because I did mention that I was an ex-developer, so they kind of... Like, I wasn't just, like, a press guy showing up okay. to cover it. Like, yeah. I like I was there just to talk to people. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I wasn't there, you know, literally saying, you know... Busted chops. Yeah, like, I wasn't there interviewing people. Yeah. Um, I was there just having chats. So, like, there was nothing whatever on the record like anything like that yeah um you know we're just having chats yeah so um i feel it's also prudent to point out um i the only thing i managed to go to that was the week i was sick um i was like off work all week and the week after that (laughs) um but i did manage thanks to june to get a saturday past the pack so i did go to that but that was that ended up being the only thing i went to for games week Um, and it killed you right no, I was already dead, so <laughs> it, it didn't make anything worse. I just went there, I'm like, yeah, I'm sick, and this is lots of people, and it's hot, and glad I went, and now I'm going home to sleep. Um, what were, Did you end up going to anything? No, it was um, Red Dead Week at work, Yeah. so I had to be at work most of the days, So yeah. um, which was fine. I, I bought Red Dead at PAX, which was a really Yeah, you to... did. Yeah, it was strange. Um... How was AB Expo? It was just was, a big, it was just a shop. It was a big, just a big AB game store. Yeah, yeah. With it, like five extra deals, it was like Spider Man for seventy seven dollars. I mean, there was a lot of like, a lot of it was moving their stock that they don't sell in shops. Yeah, it's yeah like a lot of cheap so pop many, vinyls. So many pop vinyls, so many t shirts, mugs, mm. action like Call of Duty action figures that no one buys. Yeah, it was like a warehouse clearance. Those ones we kept at the very, very top. Yeah. Like, yeah. For the store that no one buys. Yeah, the stuff that we get stocky and we're like, what the hell? Like, any, does anyone buy this and I own it here? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it wasn't great. They had a lot of copies of Red Dead and I, you know, I think a lot of shops didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, we sold out like midday on Saturday. Yeah. We so. had like 
350 copies or something. There were a lot of copies of Red Dead there. Um, I reckon, like, they, yeah, but they probably gave half of EB's yeah. to um, EB Expo. Yeah. Fair enough, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find PAX interesting. This is the second year I've gone. And I only, I've only... Oh, gone, really? Yeah, I only went last year and this year. Okay. Um, I went into, I've been to every PAX. Yeah. Every PAX all three days? Uh, I've been to two days most times. Okay. Why? I... I went to one and it was just like this sure is games. Yeah. And I love peripherals, I guess. Because I like a lot of the, like when I was younger, what I would do is I would spend the first day just lining up for stuff. And I would spend the second day actually looking at what was there. Yeah. It's... And then I would get sick every every year. Every single year. <laughs> Pax box. Yeah. It's interesting. I find I don't know if Pax I don't think Pax you know what, is sorry, for me. You know what they should do? Pax should have an artist alley. For independent artists to sell their work. Then I would go and spend the sixty-seven dollars on a fucking ticket for one day. Yeah. To go, but like, if it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. So, uh, it's just not for me. I mean, like, they sell out every. They they've been selling out for the past two yeah, years though. Yeah, but like. I mean, like there are like four other conventions for artist alleys every yeah, year. Yeah, that's it. But like, um, I mean, like specifically for game stuff rather than like anime and. Uh, right. Okay. I feel like that would be cool. Yeah. Or like, um, comics and stuff. I don't know. Tweeted, independent yeah. books mm. Australian stuff yeah um, I don't disagree but uh, yeah I think like I went for a I had a three day pass in like maybe 2016 or something and I, I went one day I'm like I don't need to see anything else I've seen everything yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think I spent like most of it playing fucking Magic the Gathering in the back anyway right, <laughs> okay. like, I'd, I'd done everything in like the first hour yeah um, and I don't really care much for new games because I'm going to play them I mean may- maybe my opinion now would change because like uh, I've sort of moved on in my life towards like more journalism stuff, so maybe maybe I would line up That's the new the games thing. that are coming out. But like at the time, I was just not interested. So yeah, like if a game is coming out the year that I'm playing it at PAX, I don't bother lining up because like it's because it's always at the end of the year. Yeah, I can wait. The, I can wait two months to play Pokemon. I can yeah, wait two also, months to play Smash. Like, or Diablo on the Switch, right? That came out like a week after. Yeah, PAX. and that line it's was also, very long. It Why? was very long, and Diablo, it's also Diablo's already out. It's, it's a it's five-year-old so, game. It's, it's so, like, cause I'm playing it at the moment. It's like, it's just, it's, it's the yeah. same. It's like the, yeah. the uh, inventory screen is different. Like that's really it. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. Like I, this is hopefully going to be the last year I have a general admission pass yeah. and I'm going to start going for the media pass yeah. because those lines are bad. Mm. Um, and lining up at the beginning, um, is worse <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because totally. it's just a big room for a queue. Mm. That's the thing that gets me like. Because I think you're right, June. Like, I, I, you go there and you're being offered all these previews for games, and it's either you care enough to line up for it, which means you're going to buy it anyway, so what's the point? Or you don't care enough, so no point lining up for it. Exactly. All of the other booths are free games or cheap games, like competitive games that most people already have already. Like, yeah. I know I have. I have CSGO, I have Rocket League, Fortnite, PUBG. Or a bunch of people yelling about, everyone say Razor! Razor! And then them throwing and then they throw shirts. T-shirts. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting and it's perfect for the people who get something out of it. Yeah. But, yeah. Like no, no shit on anyone that like really like gen, genu- genuinely enjoys packs for exactly, what it is. But, exactly. um, I think, yeah, like the, the only interest I have is the, the indie stuff. Yeah. Like, so. and that's honestly, <laughs> especially because like the devs are the ones who run the booths and yeah. so you get to yeah. talk to them about yeah. their games and they're so excited to talk about their games because yeah. they are so proud of them getting there and they should be because like a lot of the time they're really good like there's, there was only one game I went oh this wasn't that great I didn't say it but like there was one game I was like Ugh. but the rest were like 
you know, genuinely pretty good. Mm. Um, uh, the unsung heroes of PAX are the mothers and the fathers who have to take their 10-year-old kids yes. through these swamps of people. Yeah. So they can... Without losing them. So here's, they can play, my... f- play Fortnite, a free-to-play game on every system. <laughs> yeah. On a 21 by 9 monitor. Yeah, on, on, on a very, very comfortable chair. On a flashy computer. Yeah. Here's my hot tip. If you're a mother, please do not take a fucking pram to conventions. Don't do that. I don't know if they're allowed in anymore. Good. I, I didn't see a single pram. I didn't pram. see Good. one, yeah. Thank God. Um, yeah, because I remember that was a thing. But I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure they're allowed anymore, because the... Crowd management this year was less than ideal in some moments. I had to line up for 30 minutes to get in on Saturday. Oh, like, I was talking about inside. I, I didn't even notice that. That um, was that picture oh, the, I sent you guys. That's the, right. The, the queue all the way, snaking outside the front of the convention center. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think you arrived at peak time. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. <laughs> in the but, middle of the busiest day. Yeah. Like, I got there maybe an hour and a half to two hours after you. Yeah. And I just walked in. Yeah. Um, I also didn't need my wristband. Yeah, you also I, wristband. I already had So you could have walked in even if there was a was a line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be good next year. It, I think, if anything, this year encouraged me to, like you were saying, Jeremy, to go harder on sort of the press side and be there as a press presence rather than consumer. a consumer. Because mm. I think I'm at the point where that I, I'm just not in that camp. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. one of the. There were there were a few cool things though at PAX. First thing that comes to mind is the Hitman booth. Oh yeah. Where, so they had there was a booth lining up the side, and then when you get to the front of the booth, you got to like play games where you threw white rubber ducks that had like a tie on and they were branded Hitman Two ducks. You could throw them at things for like a toy or a shirt or whatever. Yeah. But also there was it was <laughs> the front so much. The front of the stall was a barber shop. Like an actual kid that they had like a like a barber seat and mirrors and and like see through walls so you could see through on the other side and the line was um, shave some time off the line or something like yeah. that like yeah you That's could good. you could go and get your head shaved and I, I I did they put the barcode on the back of your head as well I don't think they put the barcode on okay the back. but you could go and get your head shaved and jump to the front of the line. <laughs> But you That's had so to get fun. you, you had so to get your head shaved. Like I in. love that so much. It's, it's so, so good because it's the kind of thing where it's like. Did people do it? Yeah, like thirty people did it at least. I guess if you had short hair, then like. Yeah, yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's like it's enough of a commitment that not enough people would do it that it's like obviously yeah. you would do it. Yeah. So, like, it, I feel like people. If I was like second in line and then suddenly I was like third in line because someone had jumped in front of me, I feel like I would have been like, no, oh, they earned it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, so that, that was cool. Um, yeah. I actually didn't realise there's a bar in the middle of PAX. A bar? <laughs> yeah. A is it the one that's, bar? um... Yeah. It's kind of got, like, upstairs and stuff? No, it's, like, in one of the courtyards in between the two mm-hmm. buildings. Okay. Oh. I didn't know it was there. Oh. Hey, what? When I found out it was there. <laughs> Made the rest of the PAX pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> got that good PAX buzz. PAX buzz. Before you got PAX pox. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out as well is that we, um, we have a couple of personal friends who were on the show floor, um, and exhibiting their games. Oh, yeah! What are you forgetting? <laughs> how are you forgetting that? For a hurry existence. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we had some, uh, ex-uni friends who, um, were showing off their game when they continued their uni course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, Harry's game is good. It's funny. Yeah. They've got a lot of content in it too. What is it? Human Simulator? Yes. 
Um, that's very funny. You gotta disclaimer. I'm gonna be working on that game, so just yeah, so disclaimer on that game. Yeah. Um, I have vested interest in that game doing well, so yeah, go buy that game. <laughs> hashtag hashtag ad. Please don't. Please do not add. Unless they're paying us. Um, but yeah, no, that, that that was cool. Yeah. Um, also had another friend of mine from primary school, actually, who's been studying at Swinburne, doing a, a, like a narrative-based game about a couple of cats walking around the neighborhood trying to... I, 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 the story was brief. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was very well animated and uh, a very, very atmospheric. I quite enjoyed it. Right. Okay. That's Games Week. Yeah, basically. I, I think I think that's, that's yep. it. Look forward to next year when we have behind-the-scenes coverage. Yeah, we'll be really famous by then. Yeah, so. yeah we'll all have been to E3 yeah, and yeah. PAX Prime and PAX whichever one is in Prime. Yeah, actually, we don't even need to go to PAX Australia. We'll go to the big ones. We're just going to buy Penny Arcade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next week, we'll just, we, we will be PAX. Yeah. <laughs> you said next week? Next week? <laughs> It's a big week, guys. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about next? Shall we... We've all... You haven't been playing Red Dead. I haven't been playing Red Dead, but Played a I little did. bit when you came over. Yeah, so last week we did try to record something, but we were all sick, so we didn't. And I just came over here with Jeremy and played his copy of Red Dead with him. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Yeah. So I have, I have some input. Mm-hmm. What is your input? <laughs> well, Go ahead. Oh, okay. W- 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 which part of this headline are we doing first? Impressions um, first. We'll do um, the impressions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Red Dead Two's come out, but the the most hyped game of the year, I guess. Probably. Um, I'm sure it'll be many games of the years for many outlets. Yeah, it's also a bit surprisingly divisive. A lot of a, a lot of people bit. saying like, "Oh, it's too slow. It's too not video gamey." I'm but, bored but by that's, it. But that that has always been Red Dead, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm also appreciating like that. that. Yeah, no, same. It feels more realistic, right? Mm. I don't know. I actually like. I know it takes a long time to get anywhere, but like, when sorry, I'm talking about myself no, now. <laughs> when um, when you're you're riding through that environment you don't really notice it anyway. Mm. And, like, you'll half the time have to stop halfway through and do something else anyway because, like, someone will come up to you. I don't know. I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind that It's interesting because when I played the first Red Dead um, years ago, when I was, like, 16, I didn't really get it. Mm. And I think it is because all of those things that made the world realistic. Like, oh, you can go pick flowers and you can hunt animals. I was like, why would I bother doing that? Because it was like... That's not the video gamey part. I want to do the video gamey part. And so I feel like being forced to do it like you are in Red Dead 2 sort of would mean for me that I would be able to... Not be able to, but would be encouraged to enjoy that stuff more and and, and actually funnel my attention into treating it like a realistic world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I appreciate. Um, Jeremy said you have a bounty in every... You got him a bounty in every state? Not every state, no, just I, one state. I, I didn't say every state, I said it was $300. Yeah. Which is a lot of money at the beginning of the game. Yeah, so, Jeremy, there's this big opening section in the snow. Why do so, you keep shooting cops? So... <laughs> you shot so many cops! <laughs> so, Jeremy came out of the mountains, which is when the open world opens up. And then I got the... Well, first Jeremy got the controller, and then he got kicked in the head. And Kerry fucked me. I didn't fuck you. $300. So... I walk into the town, and I want to try out the new, like, talking system, right? So I say hi to a few people, and they're like, hi, and Arthur's like, well, howdy. Arthur's so stupid. (laughs) He's so funny. 
howdy. And it's just like, hi, friend. And then others like, fuck you. And they're like, you what? And then they're like, uh, don't worry about it, friend. And then walks away. It's nothing. I didn't want to shoot you anyway. He's such a doofus. I love him. <laughs> so then I, de- so then I decided to like pick a fight with someone, mm. someone who apparently wasn't up for my shit. And then I was, I, I was intent on antagonizing someone and then defusing the situation. But I got to the point where he shot me anyway. So this guy was shooting me, and I hid in the post office after I killed him. And then the cops found me, so I ran into a gully. Why did you hide? You're supposed to run. Yeah, well, I did that eventually, but only after the cops found me. You anyway. Can, you can't honestly hide in the police station. They don't really come in. That's, yeah, because I did it once already. But your wanted <laughs> level won't go down, right? Because you're still in the red circle. It goes down slowly. Yeah, it goes down a bit slower. Anyway, so I ran. The reason... I had to start shooting the cops because there were too many. And I figured, because it's olden times, then no one's going to know if I shoot the Blue cops. Blue lives matter, Kerry. Ah. Ah. But it turns out they knew anyway, and there were just more cops coming, because apparently they all have two-way radios in the 1800s. <laughs> they do all know when someone gets killed. It's a little bit interesting. It's annoying. Anyway, so I died. And there was $135 on my head. So I robbed robbed a train. <laughs> you just had to, like, that was the next I, well, I, step. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to leave Jeremy with a bounty on his head. That was that would be rude. So, so what did you do? I went and robbed a train. Uh-huh. And how'd that go? Well, I got $5 out of the back from, like, snake oil and mm. rum and whatever. Yeah. And then I robbed people for, like, their jewellery, and that worked well. Except there was this one guy who I was trying to, like, hit. Yeah, you're trying to punch this guy who was sitting down. And I, I couldn't figure it out for, like, ten minutes to the point where the Killed law him. figured out. No, he but, just sat okay. there and I was, like, pressing buttons Yeah, it, like with it, a gun to his head. The, the punch wouldn't connect because he was sitting down. <laughs> and he was just staring at me with his moustache and his top hat, like, yeah. I already gave you my money, what do you want? And then the law arrived, and the train stopped, and my horse had stopped following the car ages ago, and I killed more I, cops, I, and I, then I, I, I died I think you're again. doing that little bit of a disservice. So you're punching this guy, and the train... I'm noticing the train slowly slowing down. You didn't tell me! I know I didn't tell you, because it was <laughs> funny. And so the train is slowing down, and I see it's pulling up to a station, and I look on the mini-map, and there's maybe six or seven <laughs> little, little dot stars... <gasps> surrounding the train station <laughs> and Kerry's like oh fuck <laughs> and Kerry runs off the train and I tra- run out the back you run out the back of the train and about six mounted cops start <laughs> shooting at him and Kerry just fires back and I'm watching the $65 keep adding to the bounty every time he shoots a cop in the head I don't know what you expect me to do Jeremy I'm defending I had my bandana on they weren't supposed to know it was me June, how well has the bandana worked for you in that game? Um, I haven't really bothered using it because I don't. Uh, oh yeah, but I you're a goody two shoes in that yeah, game, yeah, aren't I, you? I I love um that man. I don't understand how often it seems to not work. It most seems of the to time. not work. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the 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 summary of my experience is that I, because I was playing in Jeremy's world and not my own, I sort of had license to just fuck around, and it was really fun. That's what I love about. Rockstar games, like, everyone has a good story about a time in a Rockstar game. Yeah. Um, I think Red Dead ha- has a lot of... Yeah, it, it Everyone seems to have a couple now. If so. you enjoy stories about Rockstar games, look forward to my upcoming <laughs> you've already, article. You've already plugged yourself once. you already plugged this, <laughs> Why Rockstar makes the best catch co-op games. Continue. Um, what are yeah. your Red Dead our, stories, our end, If you can hear that. Yeah, don't worry about that. They're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Don't know if I have any because I don't do anything wrong. Well, that's no, that's yeah. a lie. I this is like a small one. I was writing to Saint Denis. Saint Denis. Saint Denis. 
And um, it's a cool city, by the way. I fucking love it. It's yeah. beautiful. It's like it's basically I, I, New Orleans. No, actually, I'm going to tell you that one because it's not funny, but like it's it's like the the like one of those moments in games that you just remember forever, right? Go for it. Um, I was um on the train. I don't know why I was on the train, but I I, I must have finished a mission and you just sort of stay on the train. Okay. I was doing the gunslinger missions actually, and you kill a guy on top of the train. Okay. Um, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, and you take his gun. It's really pretty. It's a gold one. Cool. I have it still. It's a pistol. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You really don't forget. I really like the guns in this game. That's like 3,000 3, competitive points, isn't it? The gold gun. <laughs> Continue. Um, and... Yeah, I sort of stayed on the train and just watched... Because this is like... Uh, the, on, in Chapter 2 still, so you're still at the first camp. Yeah. And um, you hadn't really gone over the, the east side at all. Um, so I sort of said so you were branching train. out yeah so I sat on the train um, and like I watched as like the 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 landscape changed from like um, normal countryside to like farming area and then mm. industrial area and yeah. then the city and like watching as people like just go about their jobs and their day and and like pulling in, into the station at St. Dennis and like walking out and seeing a fucking tram and like yeah my horse is not there anymore, like, just walking through the city, and, like, it's, like, maybe it's getting dark, right? Um, and so it's sundown, and the, the light is gorgeous, and the mm. lighting is so pretty. Oh, the lighting in this game is next it's, level. It's, like, and it's sort of, like, a little bit dusty, and, um, it was just, like, it was fucking incredible, and, like, I went and got some new clothes, and, like, did everything I needed to do. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just really good. This is like a moment when you were in the world. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't think, like, there, there's not many games, I think, that have done that for me. It sounds Also, a lot... I really like Cowboys. So <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I, I don't know, I'm a bit biased, but, um, it, yeah. it sounds like you could be describing you arriving at a new city in your real life. That's yeah, what that sounds yeah. like. Um, and I think that's uh, a, a tip tip to Rockstar for, like, a, a, making a... testament. A, yeah. To, <laughs> tip of the hat to Rockstar. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Cowboy Star. Um, for making such an immersive game. Yeah. So, like, early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, they, they have done an incredible job. Yeah, like, there's... Yeah, I've had so many moments in that game, which is just, like, because I'm not... Like, I've been doing the story, but, like, very... <laughs> Jeremy's been paying off his debt with gambling <laughs> for the last week. You mean winning at poker? Yeah, you pay oh off my your God. debt. Poker in that game is so easy. Like, everyone is so stupid. They bet... They bet... <laughs> they bet all in on, like, an, on, like, a 10 high. It's like, <laughs> they are so bad at it. But also means I have no idea what they're doing, because they have no idea what they're doing, so I can never tell if they have a good hand on that. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, yes, yeah, so, so, like, I, I'm not doing the story that much, I've just been doing sort of my own thing. I can play and enjoy open world games where you get to be whatever sort of character you want, not in just a good person. Like, I can do that. Yeah. Um, I know both of you all don't really like to do that as much. Well, yeah, I... I... I talk about this in my article on minimap.com.au. So it'll be out. I, I'll stop doing that. Um, but I, I is talk it going to be out by the time this goes up? It will it be has out. to be now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it will be. It, it's close. Okay. Um, but I talk about this a little bit, but like watching you um, 
be a watching, chaotic mess. Basically, watching how you played this game after I was expecting it to go a certain way, you were like you were like blowing my mind. <laughs> like you were opening up the open world for me. Because this is what, this is what like, video games could be, Kerry. <laughs> I've always thought about open world games as like, or like games like Infamous or Mass Effect, like right, like those classic like blue to red, good or bad scale yeah. games where you get the options. I've always thought of those as like. Oh, well, it's cool that you got the option, but for me, it feels like there's only one way to play this game, and that's the way I always play it, because that's the way I want to play it. So, like, it's cool that those options are there, but I'm always going to play it that one same way all the time anyway. So, yeah. what's the point? And seeing seeing the way you played that game, even though I know those are options, but just seeing it happen, right. and seeing the fun in it, and, like, just having a laugh and not taking it too seriously, mm. it, was, it was actually quite different and quite... It was quite a contrast for me, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, like, I, so, like, yeah, like, for context, I've been playing this game where I've literally just been doing whatever I feel like at any given moment, and then next time an opportunity arises, I'll do the exact opposite of what I did previously. Like, I went into this, I went into this house with, like, this dad and this kid, and the dad was being abusive, so I just, like, pulled a gun on him, and he pulled a gun on me, so I shot him, and then the kid was sad, and I went, haha, and then I took all his money, and then I robbed the kid, and hogtied him, and then ran away. Oh my god! And then... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then, I, like, found, like, the, 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 there, was, there was, like, a woman and a horse had landed on her, and she was like, can you help me? And so I, like, lifted up the horse, and I took her to the city... Um, where she wanted to go and then I just said like have a good night and then I like found the next person and hogtied him and just like dragged him away <laughs> oh immediately God. it's just like I've just been <laughs> hogtied in this game is a whole lot of fun <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's extremely fun that makes me so like conflicted because like um, the whole idea of Arthur's character is that um, he thinks he's a bad person but yeah. he's not really a bad person yeah yeah no Arthur's a terrible but, person but yeah you're fucking just making him a bad person <laughs> Hell yeah it's killing me inside yeah um, yeah I've been that's doing... not him <laughs> yeah like at, at the beginning when, when you do the train robbery mm. and you can decide if you want to kill those people or not oh at the end yeah the yeah. whole gang leaves and Dutch is like you've got these three people left yeah like just make sure they don't come back to us do what you want with them yeah so I threatened them saying hey you didn't see this or whatever and they're like yeah we didn't see it and then I shot two of them and hogtied one and put in front of the train tracks and then started the train like I didn't see him because like because like, the, the camera cut at that point yeah the cut and so starts. like the you knew you knew though I knew I, I, I knew I put that man in front of a train um <laughs> uh yeah and it's been like it's been fun to just do like it, it's the same reason I beat Fallout New Vegas four times and in four completely different ways um because I can put like uh, I'm basically role-playing at that point. I'm just, like, doing... I'm playing a character, and I'll just sort of stick to my own rules. Um, which has made the game... Which has made me not do the story that much, because I've been just making my own story. Like, I'll just do what... Oh, my God, that family? The, the yeah! Dad. So, okay. No, but you got to remember the start of the... So, this is when we were rampaging around in, like, a new county, because... Yeah, The so, first county was too yeah, bountiful. Yeah, because... Yeah, because Kerry... Bountiful. Yeah. But bountiful. Yeah, bountiful. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Kerry had angered an entire state, <laughs> and so I went into a different state to try and find some ways... public to, enemy number one. Yeah, so I tried to find some, some, some ways to make some money. So I found uh, a, a house that was being built by two sons and a father. <laughs> And so I agreed myself to the father, and he's like, wow, my son's about at building. And then a wall fell down while they were building it, yeah. and like, wow, my son's about at stuff. So I started to just, like, walk into this guy, and he got <laughs> mad at me for, like, walking into him. Understandably. 
Um, and then I, I think I shot one of his sons. Yeah. I, sh- I shot one of his sons and I hogtied the dad. Yeah, you put the dad on the horse. I put the dad on the horse. <laughs> I, 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 I stole the dad. <laughs> and then one of the son, the other son who I thought I killed, I think I shot him, and, but he ran away because I didn't kill him. Yeah. He started running toward, he just started running away. And so I started chasing him with my carbine. I missed maybe six shots. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, bullets started flying everywhere yeah. at me. And I couldn't figure out where. My horse started getting shot up. The one with the dad on the back. Yeah, the, the <laughs> ho- my horse and my new dad started getting shot up. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my horse was like in a lot of pain. And then I started losing health rapidly. And then the game crashed. Hard crashed. Yeah. And I was like, that was weird. So we started the game. I did everything. That's what you get for being a menace. Well, like, I restarted the game. I did everything almost exactly the same. Yeah, it starts you back at the house with all the, the two sons and the dad are still there. Yeah, and then... Well, I think the dad's just a bit more pissed off at you already. The dad was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever I, I want. Then I hold tight him again immediately without talking to him that time. <laughs> Put him on the horse, killed the same son. The other son started running away again. I started shooting at him. Then bullets started flying at me again from seemingly nowhere because there was no one nearby. Yeah. There was, like, no one nearby. Mm. Then I fell through the world. Yeah. And I was falling for about four, like, like maybe like 40 seconds. Yeah. I think that's hell, I think. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> like, this family became extremely cursed, falling through the world, then I appeared back in the, on the world again. And everyone was back to normal. Everyone was back to normal, then game hard crashed again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to this family anymore. <laughs> that was so good. Um, it was really weird. But yeah, I've just been playing Chaos. The world is the world is for me. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I know, like, and I'm still doing. You I'm, know who you would be? You would be what's his face, like Mr. Badman in Westworld. That would be you. No, because he's just a dick. I am. Hmm. I'm more the Joker. Hmm. <laughs> oh no, but he's a dick too. Mm-hmm. Oh no, but occasionally he like does stuff which is like nice in the comics. Anyway, uh, I'm chaotic neutral. Basically, you're like super chaotic neutral. Yeah, you're like. You're like, you are neutral. Chaos isn't enough. <laughs> it's not enough of a description. Yeah, it's like, it's random and unbiased towards anybody. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Thanos neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright, we spent 40 minutes talking about... No, it's 20 minutes of packs. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, the other part, I suppose we were talking about a Red Dead, was the Vulture article, and, this, and the follow-ups to that. Yeah, um, so... I guess, basically, um, there was this interview that one of the co-founders of the studios of the company, um, did with Vulture, um, and in that article it came out that, uh, this co-founder who was part of the, is Dan Hauser, who's part of the writing team, and his team of writers had been working 100-hour weeks, and this sparked a, well, it was, it was, it was a, it was like a, it was like a forest fire, you know? It, it went on, like, for days and days and days. I think um, everyone was kind of expecting it, so... Yeah. I mean... Something to come out, especially with the, the um, Telltale stuff, so I think maybe because of that, everyone's had latched onto it. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. th- th- there's been a lot of talk lately about crunch and about unionization and, like, especially, like, with Telltale severance pay and bonuses and stuff, and there's... Rockstar is notorious for this. Like, this is this is not the first time this has happened... Um, and Rockstar have been infamously putting a lot of their developers through hell, um, for 
reasons which I can't fathom seeing as GTA 5 is the single most profitable piece of media to ever be made ever right um they can do better and they should do better um but yeah there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of aspects to the story including credits including bonuses for when the game gets released yeah um mandatory overtime uh, especially overtime in QA, which is Rockstar Lincoln. Yeah. Um, that one is the is a major studio for um, uh, a, ma- a major studio that is notorious for its crunch time. Yeah. Um, something noticeably admissible from everything is Rockstar's Indian studio. Oh. Which. What is that? Just off the grid. Is, labor laws in India are as sketchy as it is. I didn't know they had a studio in India. No one does. It's like it's like one of the studios that like no one really talks about. We went through this entire like shitstorm of yep. these of these working condition articles, and I didn't once hear about their Indian studio. Yeah, I'm just double checking. Um, Jeremy's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, yeah, I think it's in Delhi. Let me just double check. So yeah, I mean it it it. it you're right, June. It, it it picks up off the back of what happened with Telltale a month yeah, ago. Yeah, Rockstar India. Yeah, Rockstar India. Um, and it it just put more fuel on the fire. And it's so interesting to see. Um, it was interesting. I think for me, what really came out of it, when it really got interesting for me, was at the point when um, Rockstar said to all of their employees, "Hey, we're taking off the what is normal." procedure for rockstar employees which is basically like a social media ban go out there speak your piece tell the world of your or don't if you want but if you want to talk about your impressions of the company openly honestly Uh, it it also should be noted that that was not granted to every person at rockstar oh wasn't it no oh i did not know yeah the only people i saw tweeting about that were people that um didn't experience crunch oh i mean like i I saw lots of balanced opinions like it's been bad in the past it's still here now. It's better, but it's not great. I choose to do it, but I would like to be in a world where that didn't have to happen sort of a deal. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of just weird practices, like if you don't work overtime, you get slips for your, like, you get, like, your payment slip. And if you're not working as much overtime as other people, then your hours are in, like, red writing, as opposed to if you're working a lot of overtime, then your hours are written in green writing. So, like, making you feel guilty if you're yes. not working overtime. Yeah, and if the houses walk through your studio, you want to be seen there working. So people come in, literally do nothing to make sure they're seen by the higher-ups. It's like, it's a extraordinarily toxic culture. Yeah. Um, and you know there's a reason they had a ban on talking about what i mean you know a lot of studios have like ndas about like the culture of the studio but a lot of studios also don't yes um and it's like look at naughty dog who are they're like they're all over social media i mean like like, naughty dog is also still like not a not a great place for crunch true um but like it's a lot of the like it's that like if you've got nothing to hide you know, stop then, hiding it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or rather, you wouldn't be hiding it if you had nothing to hide. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and there's a lot of really, 
the article is odd. The Vulture article is extremely odd and off-putting a lot of it. Um, a lot of the language was not very... Account- there was not a lot of accountability in the article. Um, it, was, yeah. it was very fluffy. And there's a lot of really weird things that Dan Hauser said. Um, Dan, Dan Hauser? Dan Hauser. Yeah, Dan Hauser. Um, it's, it's the Hauser Brothers studio. It's, it's the Hauser, it's, it's, it is the Hauser Brothers studio in the same sense that Quantic Dream is David Cage's studio. Yeah. It is absolutely up to them and what they say goes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and like the other stuff that I mentioned about the credits, if you work there seven years and the game releases in the eight, you don't get a credit. On yeah, the game. you're not yeah. in the credits. And, yeah. and like, it should be noted that that's not a, that's not even a game specific thing. A lot of that just comes from not having like union and, you know, like it's rough. It's very, very rough. Yeah. Um, Rockstar has since put out a website, which includes everyone's credit on the game that ever worked on it. But a lot of it is like, and thanks to. So you don't get like technical credit. You don't get it's also, audio credit. It's also a website. It's not in the game. Yeah. Like, You're not in the game. If you credit, it's not on the title. I'm not entirely sure if it's in the game or not. I don't. I don't quite remember off the top of my head. I know they made a website for it. I don't know if it's in the game or not because I think the game was already pretty much done by that point. Yeah, I mean they could patch it, but like, still, fuck those guys. <laughs> like that's so shitty. It's it's it's. I don't it's not good like enough. what what literally like why why not just put them in the credits? Like it's what to is incentivize people to be at the end so you could say I worked on Red Dead Two. Yeah. Like, people who come in six months at the end will get their names in the credits. It's fucking garbage. Um, but yeah, like, it, 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 should, it should be noted that that is not a game-specific thing. No. Um, it is, this is an example of a broader issue. Yeah. In the credits issue. Um, yeah, so, I guess the question that comes out of this for me, what is a product worth when it's a masterpiece if it meant the well-being and livelihoods of the people who made it that's tough right because you want their hard work to be successful mm-hmm. so like people were saying um when they really like when when all this stuff came out that like boy, boycott red dead yeah boycott it I'm yeah like, that's not that's yeah. not gonna do that's gonna make it worse like, totally it, it doesn't help anyone especially because like a lot of people there do get bonuses when the game does well mm. um they don't get like like a Rockstar game isn't going to do well. Yeah, I know. Like, and and that's the thing. It's like they don't get relative bonuses. Like, for example, the the voice actor for Nico in um, GTA Four. In GTA Four, there's a reason he wasn't in either in any of the DLC. It was because he he didn't get a relative amount of money to what the game was worth, and they burned him. Oh, and so, really? wow. Like whether or not he was ever originally going to be in any of the DLC or not, he definitely wasn't after that. Wow. Um. Considering how well GTA 4 did, they could have afforded it, and it's it's a very bad thing that they don't even want to. Um, for Red Dead, it's, I mean, like the game's like the game is always going to do well, and a lot of the developers who were talking about Crunch were saying still buy the game, like yeah, like, like we, if, if we you don't, don't buy want... this game, then my Crunch will have been for nothing, sort of a deal. Yeah, which is like. The game is going to do well regardless anyway. Like it's the broader the broader public does not know yeah. or like invest their time in finding out a lot of the stuff um which is fine like they don't have to um and some people don't care i think yeah. i think the consequence i mean so rockstar should face consequences but i don't think the consequences should um hurt the developers yeah like be, be re- in relation to money and stuff right yeah so i think like this call out culture stuff 
is is good. Like I think um, publicly shaming them for for their yeah. their ideals um, is important. Um, but I, I yeah I don't know I I think I yeah know. it's hard. It's it's how do you punish a company for the way they run it? Because like they have every right to run a company the way they run it. So. Mm-hmm. And especially with the amount of detail that goes into a Rockstar game. Like, it is an event. It is, you know, Red Dead 2 is the biggest game of this year. Yeah. Um, GTA 5 was the biggest game of probably at least two years in, in its multiple releases. It maybe hasn't, three. It's been on, like, the top ten downloads and, like, and physical purchase yeah. lists for, like, MPD. Like... Forever. Since, since it, came it came out. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. GTA 4 still does incredibly well. Um, and it's... You know, like, it's, like, there there have been moments while I've been playing Red Dead 2 where I've been like, you know, if this amount of polish wasn't here, I would be alright with that. Mm. And, like, it, it, it has, it's it's soured my experience occasionally because I keep remembering it. Yeah. Um, I was always going to buy it. I was always going to play it. And I was probably always going to enjoy it because it is a very, very good game. And they should be commended for what the game is because it's, like, an incredible piece of technology. It's an achievement. Um, but... Man, if it isn't rough. Yeah. It's just rough. Yeah. How how have you felt playing it, June? Um, yeah, I, I guess Because you've been really a... looking forward to this. Yeah. Because you've... It's your wheelhouse. <laughs> um, there has been... You're right. It has, like... There, there have been moments where it's been, like, fucking gorgeous. I've been looking over a thing and realised, like, how many people have suffered yeah. because of this. Yeah. It does make you feel, like, guilty for enjoying it, I suppose. Um... Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm just selfish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, get I that. mean, you're still allowed to enjoy things. Yeah. And ultimately, and that's everyone what... who worked on the game wants you to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Unionize. Okay. <laughs> um, Great. Right. So, any other Red Dead thoughts? I don't think so. I think we covered it pretty much. Okay. Um, lassoing people is fun. Oh god, it's so fun. I really, yeah, I, I really enjoyed you blowing my mind with your chaotic <laughs> nature. That was. Turns out you could do it in a lot of games, you know. Yeah, I do pre- know. I pretty, do know. It's pretty easy. You can just, <sighs> you can just kill whoever you want in a lot of those games, you know. I don't think I could do it on my own, but I did. I did appreciate the. That's my challenge to you. Next time an open world game comes out, where you can do what you want. Be evil, oh but both God. of you. No, I do can't. It. I like physically cannot do that. I will. I will be on the next podcast in tears if I do that. Like I honestly, think. like anytime I do anything like slightly bad, I'm like I have to reset. I have yeah. to reset. I have to reload the save. Like I fucked up. Yeah. Does no, that come I... from a guilt or does that come from also a completionist thing? Not a completionist thing. Okay. I think it's just like guilt. I just like I think because it's so immersive as well. Right. I don't like want to kill people. Yeah. I don't know. Um, just, just while we've said this... Oh, sorry, no. I'll finish your sentence. I'll, I'll try no, and no, find no, one. I'm, I'm done. Go. Okay. Um, one instance I've thought of is when you play The Witcher, he's a bit of a neutral dude as a character. He's a bit of an asshole, isn't he? Yeah. But the options you get are sort of not too far, too good, too far, too bad. Yeah. So sometimes if someone that... What I find is that the, the bad decisions sometimes... If someone's been a dick... And they're not paying me enough money, then I I might ask for more money in those scenarios. See, I can't do that. Please give me more. But like, but that's in that's in scenarios where it's like you're an asshole and I'm a bit snarky at you, rather than like, um, 
oh, you're a you're you're an orphaned family of five kids and pay up or I'll you know take your dog away or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not just like callous, ruthless. It's like you're an asshole, sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. Just give me fifty more bucks. It's interesting. Like like when it's not so um, far one way, bad, good, or the other. I it's I can hard. I can no, call, I can sort do. of go go in line with. Um, with with doing a, a bad option, but in games like Mass Effect or an Infamous, like we we're saying, or in games like this where it's like, I'm either going to like do the honourable thing and make a speech and everyone will calm down, or I will shoot everyone in this like disco bar. Mm. Like, no, nah, I can't handle that. That's no good. It feels it feels bad. Yeah. Internally, as a as a as a human being. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and with that, the world is for me. <laughs> oh dear, that's that's a scary sentence. I am the king of the world in that game. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we don't have any music yet, so there'll be silence for a short while, and then we'll be back after some time has passed. Except not for you. Um, I can sing if you'd like. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. Um, Welcome back! Welcome back, everybody, to the Beanie Map Cast. 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 What was that that um, thing I did with that accent? You remember a few weeks ago when I said one thing Vaguely. and I, I said one yeah. word weirdly, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about." And I listened back to it. And I was like, "Nope, definitely said that wrong." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of uh, things that have happened in the last few days, BlizzCon has been on, which came with a few announcements and a bit of public outcry, which I don't know if I want to talk about or not, but um, do you want to, do, should we talk about Overwatch's hero? We'll transition from cowboy to... to Cow, cowgirl. Cowgirl. Yeah. Cowgal. Cowgal. It's all good Twitter thread that cowboy is in gender neutral term and everybody is a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Um... So yeah, Blizzard announced a, a new hero, a, a DPS, right? Which is DPS. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking sad, because that game needs more tanks. It does need more tanks. The last hero that's, was what, a tank. that's what Hamster Ball is for. That's what that's Hammond true. is for. Yeah, that's true. He's so fun. Um, He's so cute. There was such a good Hammond cosplay. Oh really yeah, cute. there was a Hammond cosplay at PAX, and there was like a hamster, um, like the guy had to like crouch down to like make the, 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 the cosplay ball. work, because yeah. it wasn't like the Hammond, the, the Hamster Ball legs worked, but um... The guy had a bike helmet with yeah. a hamster, which the was hamster was just stuck under the bike helmet. So when he's walking around, it's just the guy's head, bike helmet, hamster. That's very good. It's yeah. Very funny. Um, yeah. Um, what's her name? Ash. Ash with an E on the end. Mm. Um, just like the lol hero, also by the way. Oh really? Yeah. What Albino and no, you mean the spelling. The, just the name. The name. Yeah. yeah. Um, she is a DPS, and she is from the uh, black. Oh, some gang. gang. It's, like, it's not Blackwater because we've just been talking about Red Dead. It's not Blackwater. Blackwatch. No. It's something. No, no. no um, what is it? The the gang that Mercury is from. Yeah. I'm on it. Before he goes to Overwatch. Yeah. Um, she's from that, and um, there was a new short. Mm-hmm. Um, which, was, which was good. Her, which was good. I haven't seen it yet. Mostly because I like Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you? Yeah. And what a voice actor! What a voice on I that love, man! I love him. What's McCree's first boy. name again? Jesse. Jesse, that's right. Jesse McCree. Hmm. Blackwater. No, I'm not there yet. Oh, My phone's okay. loading. Right. It's it's an old phone. I'm sorry. It's alright. Um, and she is a white woman. 
Yep. A very, very, very white woman. A very young white woman. Um, very slender white woman. Which is um, sad. Sad? I think it's sad. Because I feel like there could have been so much more... There was so much room for something different. Mm. And this is just another reskin of Mercy Widowmaker. Like, every other female character except for, like, Anna and, like, Diva. And May. And May. And May. Like, um, yeah. and she's just, yeah, just another skinny, young white woman. What is yeah. it with Blizzard's spines that make them so <laughs> wrong? Because they've got to they gotta have them Don't curves. You know, when, when they're broken, it's sexier. The more broken they are, the sexier oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and there's, there's been Two some... heels. There's been some, um... Twitter Twitter stuff going around like comparing the two facial structures between like Widowmaker and Mercy and mm. and Ash and it's like well, these are just the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The same. Um, and while I'm happy that there's like a new cow uh, a cowgirl, um, I'm disappointed that they they went this way. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not surprised, I suppose. No, you're right. It's very Blizzard. Yeah, it is very Blizzard. It's the most Blizzard design I can like think. Like it's yeah. it's so. Blizzard has a style that they stick to very heavily. The thing is, um, they they can do whatever the fuck they want because people are gonna play it anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. That's it, I suppose. Was Was there a new map announced too, or was it just the hero? Just no, the hero. just the hero. Okay. It was on the old map. Um, yeah, it was on Route Sixty Six. Yeah, yeah, um, the one with the train. Like yeah, yeah, it yeah. was them blowing up the train uh, in okay. front of the diner. That's how they put that in together um have you got it yet nope yeah i'll do it no i'll do it i thought it was called black watch it might be called black watch no because black watch is no, no black watch is overwatch's uh under the radar version that just yeah. uh, that mccree is this sorry, is just that, a game um, mccree is in after guest overwatch this is the game uh, he's in oh okay the right. game that reaper picks him from to go to black watch right okay right gotcha I know too much about Overwatch lore. <laughs> Overwatch lore is not bad, honestly. It's not bad, but it, it doesn't has, make sense has, with the game. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense uh, at all. It, it doesn't fit with the game. No, because no, any it, player character plays with any other player. Yeah, but, yeah. But there's so many inconsistencies to everything that right, even okay. the lore by itself just doesn't make sense because Blizzard doesn't know what they're doing. Right. Um, Deadlock. 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 Deadlock gang. They have. He has a tattoo that says Deadlock. Okay. Um, On his metal arm. On his non-metal arm, oh. obviously. From the Deadlock Gorge. Um, and yeah, so she's a part of that. Oh, voiced by Jennifer Hale, Femchep. Oh, cool. Interesting. I like that um, this now confirms that McCree is not just, like, a fan of being a cowboy, and that cowboy is, like... Yeah, cowboy actually exists. Yeah, cowboy is, like, a culture in the world of Overwatch. <laughs> That's funny, I didn't know that. That McCree is not just, like, a LARPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something I saw on Twitter about this was, like... Someone who actually knows the, like, like sort of time period era where they're drawing from, like, cowboys for that sort of, you know, vibe, gang leaders and stuff like that, is there are a lot of different races and cultures in terms of gang Most leaders Most cowboys represented. were people of colour. Yeah. Like, literally, it, in, in canon, in IRL canon. Yeah, in, in history. In fiction. No, <laughs> fact, sorry. Um, in non-fiction. In non-fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, most cowboys were, first of all, gay, second of all, um... Actually? People of colour, yeah. Oh, wow. 
You just don't know that because that's not what's represented. It's you because, think cowboy, you think Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it's because um, John Wayne. Because although Rock Hudson was gay. Because people were, were obviously people have been gay for millions of years. Yeah, no, it's um, just not the the only way to sort of be gay was to become outlaw and oh and have gay sex in the bush. So what you're saying, Brokeback Mountain is the most realistic movie ever made. No, because they're, not people, no, they're, they're not two white guys, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I was just talking about gay. You gotta think. You gotta think beyond the gay. I know. <laughs> it's too hard. I can't do that. Beyond the gay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it does seem like a like an opportunity missed, um, and it's it's just a sh- it's a it's a it's a real shame. Um, the character is going to be great. It'll do well for the game. It, I'm sure she'll be fun to play. But yeah, no, it's... she's on PTR now. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I think she came on PTR this morning. So. That's that's why it took so long to find the article because it's all like what she's like to play. Yeah. So she's got a cool gun. I like her gun a lot. I, like I do the, also. I, it's a shotgun, right? It's, it's a it's a it's a lever action rifle. Rifle. Okay. I like I like those guns where you have to put your arm all the way away from the gun to like to reload another bullet. <laughs> How much would that fuck up your aim in real life? Like probably it's a like lot. here here I am holding the gun and then I'm just gonna move my hand down to my waist. <laughs> I guess if it's a rifle, you're not really gonna be. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You have to be accurate with that thing, though. Yeah. So, someone who I'd love to play, and that everyone else will hate me playing. Because mm. I'm not accurate. Um, next? Next. Staying on the same yeah, studio. Yeah, also from of... BlizzCon. Diablo 4 has not been announced. <laughs> um, Headline of the week. Yeah. Uh... Much to the cry of babies everywhere, Diablo 4 was not announced at BlizzCon. Um, I was one of the babies. You're one of the, yeah, but you weren't. You weren't being. You weren't. You weren't abusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a polite baby. Diablo Immortal, a uh, mobile game, fully fledged RPG. Right. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Um, I know that people are mad at it because it's a mobile game and not Diablo 4. Uh, yeah, and people. You know what they said? You know what Blizzard said? They said. Um, once you play it, you will realize that it's it's just like a normal Diablo game. Right. I'm like, okay, that means <laughs> yeah. I have to play it, and I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, people are saying... Pe- people are upset because it's not Diablo 4. Yeah, so um, they, they, they made this announcement at BlizzCon. Yeah. It was, like, like, after all of the Overwatch stuff, so it was, like, front and center in the keynote, there had been all these leaks suggesting... Diablo, new Diablo game, oh my god, it's a Diablo 4, it's going to be so good, Diablo 4, Diablo 4, Diablo 4, oh my goodness, Diablo 4, and then they came out and they said, Diablo Immortal! Yeah. For mobile! Yeah. And what ended up happening was that the fan backlash online was disgusting. But it wasn't just online, like the thing that It was got at me the convention, too. Yeah, too. like some people went to a panel, like one of the fans at a panel got up for like the Q&A part of it, and said, um... I just wanted to get up here. I, I'm not. Uh, this is like um, I didn't listen to the question. It's just from articles that I've read, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. But said something like, um, "I just wanted to come up here and ask whether this was a joke or not." And it's like, yeah. How can you? How does someone have the like have the self importance and righteousness to and go the entitlement. up? Entitlement to go up and say that in front of people like to a human being to another human being that's probably worked so fucking hard on this yeah. game like yeah. I, I yeah like, right? it gives me second hand embarrassment <laughs> yes that's such a good way to put it like it's so it's such a rude thing to do it's so incredibly 
It's obscene. It is. It's it's awful. Um, it's at, disrespectful. I think that really gets me in the end. It's so disrespectful. It's it's also like. Blizzard takes a long time with their games. And they make some of the best. Always. Like, like, what was the last time Blizzard put out a dud? Never. Like, some people would say... Uh, but like that, that's that's still done well though. And it's got and a great fan base. Like I, I would say, um, uh, the Cataclysm expansion for WoW, or maybe even missed like the, like because that, yeah. that that one wasn't super well received. That's a good. Oh, no, wait, that's was, a good point. Is it Cataclysm? The, I think the, it was the, Cataclysm. The one after Mr. Pandaria. I think that was Cataclysm. Yeah, but I'm not sure. But then they they turned it around. They keep working on it, then they make it better. Yeah, it was like I'm just double checking because I don't, actually don't think it's Cataclysm. Um, yeah, and it's. Then that that wasn't even a new game. That was an expansion for a game which has been been going on since like two thousand and one or whatever the exactly. fuck World of Warcraft came out. Exactly. Um, it's like th- this happened last time, sort of to a different extent. When last uh, time Warlords of Draenor is the one I'm thinking of. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, this happened when Diablo three was announced and screenshots were shown. People were already shitting on it because it was too colorful. And was saying that this is bad. What are you doing? It's like this oh is this is God. not this is not. Diablo three is a really good looking game. Yeah, Everyone Diablo, loves it. Diablo three, like, there's one section of Diablo three at the uh, close to the very end where it's probably the most beautiful part of any game that I've ever seen. Like, wow, yeah. it's so gorgeous from the perspective that it's set at as well. Yeah, um, that's fucking that's stupid. I hate yeah. fans of things. I yeah. hate all fans. If you're a fan, I hate you. Th- there's like such Sorry. a <laughs> level of unless you're fans of us, I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, there's such a level of entitlement which comes from expectation and feeling like that, feeling more important than you are, and feeling like you're owed something. Especially when mobile games make the most money out of pretty much any ga- any other game. Yeah, like. There's Except reason- GTA. <laughs> Even then, like, they make more money. Like, remember Candy Crush was making so much money when it was out of its prime. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go made so, so much fucking money. I can't imagine how much Fortnite has made since it came to mobile. Like, no one can imagine. Unfathomable numbers. Yeah. Um, Flappy Bird. You know, like... the like, like Clans. The, all, the, all the mobile games. The, you're right, the, you're right. The, the, the list goes, goes on and on and on. And it's like... I love the idea that, you know, they haven't made a real game when it's made for literally the biggest audience in games at the moment. Yeah, totally. Um, no one complained when Hearthstone went onto mobile. No, and it's 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 come from uh, gatekeeping, it comes from games are for me and not for other people, it comes from yeah. a lot of things. Um, it also comes from uh, a large... Like a large percentage of female gamers are on mobile, and yeah. a a larger percent of like a, like men are in a minority of mobile games, which means they are in a larger minority of games that are not on mobile. Which means that it's a lot of it just comes from masculinity of hey, this game isn't for me. Um, fuck a, off! What a Actually, digital- though, it's yeah. just like grow up. We are. Putting on this convention for you because you love our products and we love you. They got booed Please on stage. come and let us share in this passion. No? Oh, you're just going to yeah. insult me to my face 
for this project that I've been working on for hundreds of hours yeah. a week. This isn't this hundreds isn't <laughs> this isn't Valve having announced a game and then announce a card game. Yes. This isn't that. This is Blizzard putting out quality products forever. Yeah. And then put out another game which is probably gonna be a very quality product. Yeah. Like knowing how well they can make their games run, I'm sure it'll look beautiful on a phone. Totally. Because phone screens are great now. Grow now, up. There has been criticism from the press saying could Blizzard have done this better? Yes. Saying that they could have handled the announcement in a different way, more like how yeah. Bethesda announced their new products. Like, they they bring it in in, like, the middle of a thing, and then they provide a teaser for the thing that they were expecting in the first place, so they're not too disheartened, and maybe they could have handled it a bit better. But that doesn't excuse the terrible behaviour of the public at large yeah. for what has happened in this last weekend. It's been honestly disgusting. Like, I'm, qu- I'm so disappointed in the internet and people. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... Like, I, I, I think if they did announce it, then I feel like things would have gone a lot smoother because they have already announced that they are making... They, they have Diablo products in development. Like, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, what they want is coming. Yeah, like, it, it's, not, it's, it's not... They will be making a Diablo 4. They probably are making a Diablo 4. It's probably coming out in a year and a half and the mobile game is the, like primer for the for the new one yeah like they they could have done the gears of war announced multiple games of the same thing at e3 except mm. not a pop final game um <laughs> uh and yeah so about what was it a few hours ago now um from recording jason try from kotaku has put out an article saying that let me just grab the article load please um blizzard pulled a diablo 4 announcement from blizzcon According to sources. According to sources close to Jason Schreier, who seems to literally know everything about everything. He's such a good yeah. journalist. He, like, he's an actual journalist. Yeah, he knows a lot about the inside of a lot of studios. Yeah. Um, he is saying that the one of the co-founders, I believe, um, Alan Adam, uh, was in a video saying that Diablo 4 was in development. Um Blizzard have put out a statement saying that we didn't pull an announcement from BlizzCon, um, and so Jason has updated saying that uh, he might have got wrong that they that they didn't just quickly pull it from BlizzCon, mm. but he's saying that the video does exist somewhere. So who knows when that'll be announced? Um, probably soon. Well, I mean, they always announce at BlizzCon. They don't announce at E3. Yeah, so it'll, it'll probably be next year. Yeah, it'll probably be next year. Like, I find it interesting that the video is already made. Um, it makes me feel like maybe they did pull it fairly soon before, but... The, the article basically states that the game is not ready to be shown yet. Yeah. It would have just been a title announcement, like a... Elder like Scrolls the first 6. time we saw Uncharted 4 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, well, even that was actually in-engine. No, not that first one where he's, like, lying down in the sand. It was in-engine, but it wasn't... like they, they said No, was, no, no, and there was one before that. Oh, and it was just someone right. talking over a map. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like, my mistake. All you saw was just, like, a flyover of a map, and yeah. someone was being all grisly over the top of it. Yeah. Um, they could have handled it better, but... Also, grow up. Yeah. Yeah. You big babies. Big babies. Ugh. I've also seen screen... Uh, I've seen photos of BlizzCon um, that nobody's playing the mobile game, like, out of, like, spite. So um, fucking petty. Just just play it, you're there. Right? Like... It's probably good. It's, it's prob- probably exactly what you want. It's probably good. Maybe it's better than Diablo 3. Maybe it's better than Diablo 4 will be. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. That's fine, no one, no one hears this. If you're hearing this and you want to whine at me, please tweet at Minimap AU, and then retweet. 
<laughs> and then retweet. <laughs> Follow, like, subscribe. Hate. Send me money on Kofi. Um, what's next? Um, so, speaking of being a baby. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. No, not you. This is me. Oh, okay. Um, there was a lot of Smash Brothers hype last week because there were there were leaks aplenty. What became known as the Grinch leak. Why was it called the Grinch leak? Because some advertising company has worked with the Smash Brothers in terms of advertising, and they're the same people who are working on advertising the Grinch in some territories, and that's important because someone from that company has seen promotional material that suggested so so many characters or something like that. Yeah, it was that big banner, I believe. Yeah, so that, that big roster banner that they've got, um, which they actually had a wall of at PAX, which was oh, kind of really? cool. That was It was where you had to wait for the smash line. Mm. You, you like lined up beside the mural, which was cool. Now it's done. I hope they put out a big, high-quality version of it because it's a really cool picture. It is so cool. Um, so yeah, well, basically, this leak came out it seemed legit, like, it, a lot of the extenuating circumstances around the league seemed to mean that people were allowed to believe in it because it seemed reputable. Um, and they were suggesting so many characters, so many um, obscure ones that people love from dead series like Golden Sun and... Banjo-Kazooie. And Rhythm Heaven. It was, it, was, it was everything that the core fan base has ever wanted, basically, or didn't know that they wanted. Um, and basically it didn't come to pass. Which is fine. Which is fine. We still got a couple new characters. We got a new Pokemon fighter. The Grinch stole roster. <laughs> the Gr- That's right. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to point out that before... I, before oh, no. <laughs> so, Kerry and I were talking about the Grinch League. Um, and Kerry thought that that meant that the Grinch was going to be in Super Smash Bros. Yeah. <laughs> You said, you said, what do you think of the Grinch leak? And I was like, I don't see it. Like, what's his Smash B going to be? And then you immediately, you were just like, hey, Tootie, one of our friends, guess what Kerry just said? Yeah, I immediately also started doubting myself that maybe I read it wrong and the Grinch was actually going to be in Smash. Which would have, that would have, if that came, that would have made me angry. But that's just because the Grinch is not a game character. Yeah. No. no. Grinch does not belong in Smash no, Bros. No, no, no. The Grinch does not belong. Anyway, so... The leak, the leak was wrong. The leak was wrong. So, yes. um, they started the Direct. Um, they Yeah, so the leak came out and then they announced the Direct and then the Direct happened. So it was this big 40-minute video for Smash Brothers, And they came out with these two character announcements. It was Ken, Shadow Fighter 4 Ryu, which was kind of obvious. Yeah. That's fine. Street Fighter is great, whatever. And the Pokemon. And Incineroar, who's just like a big, goofy... Fire like, cat. Like a tiger boxer. That Pokemon is catered to fairies and fairies only. Yeah, kind of. It's just got the goofiest face. Like, it's so <laughs> animated. It's just always, yeah. like, super smart. It's like looking at a Sonic cartoon. Um, it also should be noted they also did announce um, uh, the <sighs> Piranha Plant as a... With feet. He's got little feet. He's, He's got, got little tiny feet. little nubbins, yeah. Piranha Plant is a playable character, which no one saw coming. Yeah, and his final smash is the Subspace Emissary boss of... The, the big piranha, piranha, yeah, of Petey Piranha with the the cages, the cages in his hands, yeah, um, it's extraordinarily good. Um, so that happened, which is all interesting. That's kind of not what I, I don't mind that the leak didn't happen. I did kind of want Isaac from Golden Sun as a playable character, but like that was never going to happen, so yeah. that's fine. What I want to talk about is how rubbish the direct was. <laughs> it was, it was so bad, trash. <laughs> it was so bad. I stayed up till one o'clock, 
and they start off with all this spirit mode nonsense. Oh my god, there's... They went on for 15 minutes about how stickers level up your character, and then you can level up stickers with other stickers, and then you can fight other people for their multiplayer badges and cash them in for coins to buy more stickers or music. It was like... It was all this stuff, I was like, no one cares. It was so much! It was... There was so much information! And it's like, none of it was about the Smash Brothers part of it. It was ridiculous! And then they went on! And they kept on going! Into the options menu! Into the brightness settings! Into the tooltips! Into the help menu! Into, like... They did everything. They covered everything. Oh and they God. just didn't need to. Which was fine. That would have been... Like, I it don't, been I a don't really... care about that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on this because I'm going to love it. And they've, you know, like with everything we've been talking about, about, you know, fan backlash with Diablo, like I'm going to love this game. And I, for whoever put this video together, put in a lot of hard work and I don't blame you for it. It like, could have been fine. a great 20 minute video as opposed to a really poor 40 minute video. Totally. <laughs> the, the thing that really got me at the end was they went through all of this gaff and fluff and then they got to the end and showed what everyone had been waiting for. And I was like... With the, which was a trailer for the adventure mode, which actually looked semi-interesting. I was like, And everybody why? fucking dies. Why did you not lead with this? Then I wouldn't have cared about all the detail that you started with, because I would have been hyped. But you put it at the end, and I'm just angry now. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot. It yeah. was just... It was so much when it didn't need to be. Yeah. Um, that adventure mode does look cool, though. It sort of looks like Subspace Emissary, which was like people being stolen. Yeah. It's very similar, where it's like, their spirits have been taken. Yeah. Um, and you've got to win them back as Kirby, who's the one best Smash character. Apparently. I mean, the best character in all of Nintendo. He's right. Yeah. It's proven. It's it's known. It is known. It is known. He can be all of those characters, which means that he's the best. Oh. He's like why Ditto is the best Pokemon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this all sounds wrong. It's, it's, it's all hitting me, and I'm just like, I feel... Gross now, I take a shower. Um, so yeah, I like now that we've said all that. And like, we finally get to know the origin of Master Hand. Yeah, Master's Hand. Master Hand. It's like it's like Governor's General. Yeah. <laughs> the rule of Master Hand is Master's Hand. Yeah. Um Yeah, so yeah, I don't want to be too negative because I'm gonna get that game and I'm gonna love it and it's gonna be great either way. But... And I cannot wait for Sakurai to have a decent sleep. Yes. My goodness. Well, no, they're going to be working for the next year on, on DLC, DLC characters. Yeah, right. yeah. Also, I think I still feel like the, the DLC pass is expensive. Yeah. It's How much is it? About 40 bucks for 40, five... Sorry, $40 five. US. Oh. No, no, $25 US. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Still. $40 Australian still. for five characters, five stages, and multiple music tracks across... Um, A year. Yeah. It's or a lot. Or coming out separately. I, I mean, I always... I mean, I'm not big into fighting games, and so I always feel like fighting game... Ca- like, DLC is expensive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's probably a good chance that I'll buy the game on launch, and then return it, and then buy the Ultimate Edition that comes out a year later. Yeah. Um, provided they do that. I hope they do that. I don't think Nintendo do do that. No, like, Breath of the really. Wild would have a Game of the Year edition by now if they were going to do that with the DLC. Yeah. Probably but they right, don't actually. do that. Yeah. They'll just sell the DLC at the same price and everyone will buy it. God damn it. Nintendo know that you will pay. Nintendo knows. Yeah. Nintendo knows what you don't. Ninten- what you Nintendo don't. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo do what no one else do. Um, yeah, I think that's... Any other 
Any other Smash thoughts? Nah, I mean, I, I just want to backpedal now that I've been a baby. Just like, <laughs> no, I love you. You worked so hard on this. I love your game. Thank you so much for it. I will appreciate it. Thank you for putting in the effort. Please give Sakurai the a rest. The, 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 the definite effort. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's about it. That's pretty much it. Um, Shorter episode, considering that... Um, just funny considering we had like four weeks worth of, of and the um, biggest game of the year came out yep no I think this is I think this is good this has been a good episode um thank you to everyone who listened to our our our, our PAX Evergreen our gaming history episode uh, June's question corner episode yeah I hope you I hope that was okay June did you have a question for today's corner um I asked a question earlier do I have a, do I have a main one do you have a follow-up? Um, oh, that's making it worse. Sorry. <laughs> what is... It's actually a Jeopardy answer, too. What <laughs> What game are you most looking forward to? Now, for, that, now that the big launches are kind of done. For, like, the rest of this year? For the rest or... of forever. King of Lots 3. It was always going to be that for me. Yeah. Now that I've played it. Cool. Uh, I'd like to point out that King of Lots 3 does not demo very well. No, yeah, you were not. You were like, yeah, I played it. Yeah, shrug. I mean, it's it. It is a Square Enix uh, RPG, which means that I make the way I want to play that game. And when I'm just thrown into a level, Jeremy I'm like, kills all the horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hogtied Woody, <laughs> and then I shot Donald, and then That's I gave, and, and then and then I gave Goofy a, a ride to the a ride town. into town. Yeah, <laughs> which one's your new dad? Goofy, Goofy. Yeah. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts, probably. I think, for me, I've, I've got two answers. One of them is, like, I'm very interested to see the final product for Anthem and see what it that, it's actually like. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that game to be good. I really want it to be good. Um, but I think, ultimately, Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Which... I'm, I'm stoked for that game. I'm, I'm ready for that gameplay and that story and that world. Well, I'm probably not ready for it. It's probably going to appall and disgust and shock me, but um, I, think, I think I'm ready for that. I'm, uh, that's right. I'm ready for when it comes out in like two years. Yeah. I, don't want it, I don't want it this year. I don't want it next year. It won't be next year. Maybe next. Maybe. They won't bring it out next year. No. I think I'm, I'll be ready for it by 2020, but not earlier. Right. If it comes out next year, I think I'll kind of be disappointed. <laughs> I wanted to spend time on that game. Uh, yeah. Which is why I was so disappointed when they announced it at the end of, like, 2016. I was like, are you kidding me? You brought out Uncharted 3 six months ago. I mean, Uncharted 4 six months ago. Yeah. And you're announcing The Last of Us Part 2. And they also had Lost Legacy coming out. Yeah. Jim? Um, I have forgotten every game that's ever existed in this one moment. Maybe... <laughs> um, um, fuck. Elder Scrolls 6? No, not really. Just Cause 4. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what about Starlink? What about... Call of Duty Black Ops 5. Yeah, that's it. Um, maybe... The only, like... I think it's only because we've been, we've been talking about it. Maybe Diablo 4. Yeah. Um, Are you going to buy 3 on Switch? I already have it. I've been playing it. Oh, is it on Switch yeah, already? Yeah, said that. Friday. Oh. Yeah. Last Friday. I forgot. Um, I'm so out of it. So you're not All my cowboy in- dreams have been fulfilled. Right. I don't need anything. Red else Dead the next Three. In, Red Dead Three. In, in, in you are 20, sustained. Twenty twenty six. Yeah, I think I'll be sustained for a while. I mean, um, I'm not really interested in the new program. Oh. <laughs> are you thinking of the, the core one that's coming next year? No, I'm not interested in that. Um, it hasn't. It hasn't been released. I don't even know if it'll happen. I mean, Animal Crossing. 
I'm, Animal Crossing. Right, yeah. I, I know what, what you're was, about to say. What I was going to say is, impos- like, if there's a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon yeah. in the works on Switch, yeah, right. I, I will, like, lose my shit. <laughs> um, would you like a new one or would you like also a remake of... no I want a new one you want oh, a new one no but the thing is if they do a remake of um, either blue and red yeah. or um, I mean it would Oscar be it would be blue or, and red or Explorers of Time Darkness um, it'd all be in 3D and I think that takes away from the program issue engine even if it's still on the grid yeah even if like really? it, uh, did you play Super Mystery Dungeon no like that was good but it was 3D and I think um, I mean, I had the talking sprites as, like, the, the pixel sprites, but I think that um, the the original art style was so good and so gorgeous that I think that right. if it, that, they do that again, they, they won't do that again, is the thing. But <laughs> I don't see them going back to 2D I don't for think Pokemon. so. They, they won't. Which is a um, shame, because some of their 2D art is so pretty. It's so gorgeous. Oh, it's incredible, yeah. Um, and and, and Mr. Dungeon especially, I, the, there's some um, cutscenes in that game that are fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that, they won't do that again. But I'm really excited regardless because those games kill me. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, question. Like, yes. Those games are roguelikes, right? No. No. Why did I hear that? I don't know. All right, never mind. Question answered. <laughs> they're sort of, they're sort of dungeon crawlers. Yeah. Right. Sorta. Which is t- really not my type of game, <laughs> but alas. You just bought so- Diablo three for the second time. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, <laughs> you really you played Diablo three a lot. I do like that Diablo. That is the dungeon crawler. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, I won't have that in. <laughs> um. Yeah. Great. Cool. One good question corner. Thanks. <laughs> One more thing um, that I wanted to briefly talk about because I forgot that it was at uh, PAX was Dreams. Oh yeah. Um, because I love every media molecule game that's ever come out. Did you get to play it? No, I didn't. I, like, it was it was available for me to play, but they were just, like, levels. Right. Um, and, and I'm not super interested in level stuff. Like, I am, because, like, I think they make really good levels, and they tell really cute and beautiful stories. But that's not the interesting part of Dreams. It is an interesting part, but not, like, it's not what I'm super You want to play around with the engine and stuff, I yeah. I, I want to know how much I can do, because... Yeah. I want to know... Yeah. Because, so... How much I can do. Lanook Planet 1 came out ten, uh, ten years ago, like the other this day. this week. Yeah. And so, Media Molecule put out a thing where they remade the first level of Lanook Planet in Dreams, which is just so much. Um, and, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna cry. Oh, man, it's just like... Dream... So, every time this happens, every time this fucking happens, and I'm like, oh, look, it's my next forever game. It's my it's my next No Man's Sky. It's my next Minecraft. It's my next game I can play for the end of time and never be bored of it. Yeah. Except, Dreams already has this established community of very very talented game like level creators, mission creators, and a community which will follow them to the end of the follow them to the end of the earth because they have been treated so well by Media Molecule. Yeah. That there's already so many talented people that are making levels in Dreams and will be making levels in Dreams. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I know, for example, Tim Schafer has a copy of Dreams and has been prototyping his... He's been... Tim, Sh- Tim Schafer prototypes fun, fun, uh, Double Fine games in Dreams. You have blown my mind. That's right? awesome. That is incredible. Tim Schafer was the moderator of a Dreams panel at PSX last year. Oh, wow. That's how much... That's how much backing is behind this game engine slash game slash everything. Yeah, this this 
like whatever it is it's like it's an audio engine it is a 3d modeling sculpting a thing it is a game creating thing it's a discovery tool it has vr support um it is it's got move control support as well it's got move control support also for sculpting i think that's what i'm most that's what i'm most excited for is because the the one demo i've seen was when um good game pocket was still running yeah and uh they um they came and they did like a 30 40 minute demo with nick boy and they had like one of their their people who knew what to do and sort of he was that that person was doing all of the stuff and nick boy was asking questions and i was watching him create a level so fast and creating assets like doing the sculpting with the controllers and you can do prefabs and you can do so so much it is a full engine except with like incredible ui like incredible user interface ability for for the creator yeah which is really different to something like unity or unreal it it, it it's gonna open the door yeah here's my next question do you think that this is what games will be made for? Like, do you think people are just going to take on on dreams uh, I, and and make just make their next games? I think so. Like, the the, the at least prototypes. The, yeah, like the only is issue, this is this the next engine? Like, I I don't know yet because PlayStation does not have a very good reputation with exporting and importing. Mm. So you won't be able to, you won't be able to just bring in assets that you've made in other programs. Mm, okay. And you won't be able. There's no like export as. To export to a computer for export dot ps4 disc i know like that, that's the thing like i wonder i wonder if because i think media molecule is owned by sony i don't know they're, they're first party they're first party but i don't know if they're owned by sony that means they're first that means they're not first party if they're not mm. first party means owned and no, funded in, by sony insomniac is not they're not first party are you sure yeah because they're not owned right okay um they're like second party, which you don't normally hear. Yeah. Because they're so in bed with Sony, but they're still not owned by them. Yeah. Um, they might make an exception for Dreams to say, hey, you can just put out games and and you can get money for them. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how it would work. You'd run into an app store problem pretty quickly of like, if anyone can make something, then it will all go yeah. up there and like, then you'll have a discoverability problem. There would, ne- there would need to be heavy moderation, otherwise it would become Steam. Or um, they just pick like... <laughs> exceptional standouts like once a year or something yeah. like that the best thing from the dream store yeah like a media molecule has a reputation of hiring some of their best um level creators for yeah. the studio to make levels for them which i think is wonderful um yeah i i remember asking jeremy that same question at pax when we walked past dreams i was mm-hmm. like how long until people make games and then publish them and distribute them like, yeah because it, it seems that possible i feel like looking at the demos and knowing what this engine is capable of I would be more likely to publish a game in that engine with something that I've made. I would be more likely to complete and work through and do a game than I ever was with the two-year design course that I just that I, I just wonder did. if they'll you know they'll they'll use dreams as a, a teaching tool in at schools and like stuff. they yeah. they absolutely could mm. like yeah. it's sort of like they were doing with Minecraft mm. yeah it might be a little complex for that but maybe I'm I'm hoping the surface level UI is simple enough that you can. Mm. Like um, do enough, yeah. Like and thinking back about Literary Planet, like the UI was still like Little Bit Planet One's UI was alright, but I remember when two came out, and three wasn't made by um, no three was, wasn't made by Media Molecule. That was outsourced. But um, two's UI was like really like yeah they got it like everything you need to know you can learn it really easily mm. and it's all like four clicks away like it's 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 very simple especially on a um, controller. Um, it's gonna be super interesting to see what happens with dreams. Um, maybe that's maybe that's one of our answers for what we're looking forward to next. Yeah. 
I feel like that's Minimap's answer. <laughs> I feel like Dreams can make the PSVR a the must buy. Uh, like like it's it's it's, it's, I, it's one of it's you know there's only three real like headsets, but like um, it's the most affordable one. It's it's the most affordable one, and they have the support of Sony doing first party stuff like Astrobot VR and um, some of their other titles like Rigs and stuff, which. Don't, don't play rigs. I um, mean, every, everything else is coming to it though. Beat Saber and um, yeah. Super Hot Batman Arkham started there. It, it, it yeah. was exclusive there for a while. Yeah, and if some really incredible VR games start coming out for Dreams, then it is a must-buy PSVR title at least. Yeah. And if you're interested in 3D model creation, yeah. Um, if you're interested in um, just asset viewing or level creation, you can and being able to do that in VR with the, with with the same dexterity and ability to do so as you would with just a DualShock or um, on a normal TV, that's that's incredibly compelling. Yeah, that's it's... the most compelling thing for VR I've heard since Skyrim VR. Right. Yeah. Like it. I don't know. It it just sounds really really cool. Talk about the future. We're futurists now. Yeah, you know how there's this sometimes there's moments where it's like this is the future. Yeah, right now, we are living. We are living it. Um, this is one of those moments. Yeah. I think. Cut to, preci- cut to six pre- months from now. Precipice of the future. Let's 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 be let's let's get our press hustle on. We'll get we'll get some early copy, copies of that when it starts coming out. Yeah. All right. Media Molecule, if you're listening to this, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Molecule, hello. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Molecule, John Molecule. <laughs> Mr. Molecule was my father. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I think that's about it for today. Yeah, for this week, for this bye week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, thank you for enjoying our interstitial episode as well. We uh, we've gotten some good positive feedback from that, um, which is good, and uh, we really appreciate it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can tweet at minimapau on Twitter. Um, you can also go onto our website and comment on the, any of our posts, which we do for every podcast and all of our articles. Um, you can find Jeremy at... Obi-Wan-Jez on Twitter. You can find... That's with two Zs. You can find me... Also without the on Twitter part, just at Obi-Wan-Jez. <laughs> You can find me at KJPalmer underscore 24 on Twitter. You can find June at... Junez, J-U-N underscore E-double-S. If you didn't write all of that down, it's in the, in the description of each episode. It's also on our website. So you can follow the... It's it's everywhere. It's not difficult to find. You can find this podcast in all audio formats. Not all audio formats. In all audio distribution podcast services. Yep. If it's not on something that you like, though... Uh, Tweet at us, let us know. We'll work very hard to fix that for you. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, we are about to record our newest episode of the Game Spoilers podcast, which will be going up uh, at the same time as this one. Um, that is for the game The Last last Day of June, uh, and we're recording that with our good friend Ollie, uh, who did our, our game design course with us. He's a good friend, he's also good fun. It's going to be a great episode, you should tune in. Um, thank you so much for listening, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.